Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's our, uh, hour two. Hour two on this Monday. Hour one breezed by. Come on in, stay a while. Best and worst of the weekend. Phone calls coming up. They call him Beefo Brady. He's Brady Quinn, Fox Sports NFL and college analyst. Bill Cower, CBS Sports, will stop by as well. Niners destroy the Cowboys last night. You start to look at the numbers here. This is another loss by the Cowboys to the uh, 49ers. Also, Brock Purdy is 2-0 and versus Dak Prescott. The uh, combined score is 61-22. to Four TD night. Could have been more if uh, Kyle Shanahan had kept him in and kept his foot on the gas. But these are some humbling losses here by the Cowboys to the 49ers. And it feels like there is a wide gap between those two. Doesn't feel like there's the same gap between the Eagles and the 49ers. But with Dallas, I was waiting for the defense. We've been talking about the defense. Dak is going to be Dak Prescott. If, what are we, eight years in? If you think he's going to be different, that's on you. Now, the question is going to be eventually, will Jerry Jones extend him? Will he pay him $50 million a year? That'll be a question and an answer that will broach when the time is appropriate. But he already did it once. Now the question is, do you look out there and say, is that guy going to help us? Maybe get back to a title game or a Super Bowl. Or is he going to be the reason why we don't? Not all of this is on Dak Prescott. It's not always on the quarterback. 
receiver-caused interception, RCI. You saw that a couple of times last night. But you're looking at Brock Purdy. And that's where if you're a Cowboy fan, you're like, why can't Dak just play like Brock Purdy, right? I'm sure you said that. He, why can't he just do what he does? Uh, Brock Purdy, I feel more confident in Kyle Shanahan's offense with those weapons than I do Dak and Mike McCarthy's offense with his so-called weapons. But, you know, Dallas does have weapons. Granted, we inflate them because they're Cowboys. The defense, Micah Parsons. All of a sudden, we're bringing back Lawrence Taylor comparisons. I'm like, slow down. Slow down. And uh, give credit to the Niners. Balanced offense, balanced defense, and they dominated last time. All right. Uh, Jags over the Bills. Probably won't spend as much time on that nationally because it was in the morning. Jags, though, that's a big game. That's a big win. And staying in London for the extra week certainly paid off there. Saints shut out the Patriots, and it is helpless, hopeless. Steelers over the Ravens. God, if I didn't have to watch that game, I wouldn't have watched that game. That was some tough sledding. And it feels like the Ravens should have won that by 14 points. And then all of a sudden, the Steelers are still in it. The Bengals win. Uh, I didn't expect to say, hey, man, how about the Bengals? They beat the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have been good. They beat them in Arizona, and Joe Burrow looked good as well. Jets over the Broncos. Man, I'd love to know what that undercurrent is like with the Broncos, with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. So you got Sean Payton, who had Drew Brees. Drew Brees didn't make mistakes. And now you got Russell Wilson, who may still be thinking is Russell Wilson of the Legion of Boom days. You know, he's not the star Russell Wilson that he once was. And uh, that was evident. That's been evident. But, but that's just not a good team. I mean, the over-under for them, according to DraftKings, is four and a half wins. We're not expecting much. Now, you did have people last year who thought that they were going to be a Super Bowl team. Even with a better coach in there this year, they're not even going to come close to the playoffs. But those were uh, just some of the bigger NFL games. Phillies at the Braves, uh, baseball, Diamondbacks, Dodgers. All of a sudden, you got a must-win situation for the Dodgers. Ah, oh, Clayton Kershaw. You know, his legacy is tricky because it's almost like we're going to look at him, not the same way, but maybe you can follow me on this, sort of like Peyton Manning. When it comes to being a, you know, the greatest regular season quarterback of all time, you know, he, he's in the conversation for that. But then you factor in the postseason. He did have the one Super Bowl uh, that he really won. The other one, he was dragged to it. But Clayton Kershaw, it felt like he had the great postseason World Series, and now we stop talking about that. But he had an unbelievable regular season. He's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. But you can't separate the two. Greg Maddox, unbelievable regular season. He was an average postseason pitcher. Tom Glavin. You see some of these guys, they become, they're just average. And, you know, that's always one of those, how did that happen? I'm watching that game, and I'm going, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. The Diamondbacks look like the 27 Yankees here. And you get one out. And you imagine Dave Roberts walking out there, because that might be his last start as a Dodger at home. Dave Roberts got to go out there and say, give me the ball. 
one-third of an inning. So now you just taxed your bullpen. I mean, you know, now you've just turned everything upside down. And Arizona doesn't know better. I mean, you know, they barely made it in the playoffs. But those are the teams that are always dangerous. They're like, oh, you didn't give us a shot? By the way, who do you think is the favorite right now to win the World Series? Todd, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to say it's still the Houston Astros. All right. Uh, Seton O'Connor. It's not my Orioles. It's not. Uh, Marvin? The Atlanta Braves. Paulie? The Phillies. Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Rangers have been doing their damn... You know, remember the first half of the season, we were like, man, Rangers are good. Putting up big numbers. They didn't even have Jacob DeGrom. I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden, they were starting to disappear. And then late in the season, on the road, they've been doing some damage. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question for Hour 2 is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dan, Hour 1, we've got up uh, two of them there. Uh, In college football, which is worse, losing to a basketball school or a directional school? (laughs) Wow. Which do you think? Wow, I'm going to say directional. Yeah, directional school right now, 69% of the vote. Not even close. Uh, some people appreciated that poll question. Okay. Uh, then we had, who had the worst Ooh. weekend? Hmm. Okay. Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Mario Cristobal, or Marcus Freeman? Uh, right now, it's not even close. Uh, Mario Cristobal, Miami head coach, <laughs> yeah. 58% of the vote. So then I changed it up, though. Okay. And I took out Marcus Freeman because he only had 3% of the vote, and I put in Mike McCarthy. So now your options are Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Mario Cristobal, uh, and Mike McCarthy. Do you want to guess how things have changed? Is Mike McCarthy leading this? Almost not at all. Mario Cristobal still running Good. away with he it. He should be. He should be. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, now he uh, went up to 10% of the vote. So people still not too down on him. All right, we'll get some phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend. Yeah, they're just waking up from their hangover, probably. And they're like, uh, what's the poll question today? Oh, now I'm going to vote for Mike McCarthy. Buddha in San Francisco. Good morning, Buddha. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. They, they play like hot garbage, DP. Shout out to Seton. Brocktober continues. And, Dan, I have said since Brock Purdy started, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame. I'm not making him the next Joe Montana, but what I will say is he looks like he belongs, Dan. He yeah. looks the part. Yeah. Do you believe that? Um, Dan, real quick, if Redman <laughs> does come on, maybe we ask him what to put on the front of the hoodie with the DP show emblem on the back of the neck of the hoodie. That would be kind of fun. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, Dan. Me and Marvin's Niners thumping down Dallas and the fighting fat men. Absolutely marvelous to watch that last night. I couldn't help but think of Shay and Irving throughout the game. Shay, keep your head up, brother. And worst of the weekend, Dan, my Dodgers, you just mentioned it. What a mess. Mm. Kershaw and company getting blown out at home to open up the postseason. Not good. Thank you, Buddha. Uh, Matt in Hawaii. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind today? Morning, gentlemen. Morning. And Fritzy. 61260. <laughs> new member, yeah, new member of the Dead Dog Club, unfortunately. Oh, oh man. Yes, I know. Sorry to Best hear that. Best of the weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it, Stephen. Best of the weekend, Steelers D pulling it out against the Ravens. No offense, you know, to speak of, but I don't know if you guys know this. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. <laughs> thank, so. you. thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Matt. You know, 
the Steeler defense is pretty good. Pretty good. But I'm watching that offense, and I'm like, man, can we can we come up with something here? Uh, Donnie in South Carolina. Hi, Donnie. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, guys. Um, so I've got uh, two bets that you've taken the worst off the board. Uh, first best, I think, is the new design for the latest uh, edition of Flinchball T-shirt with the photographer, sideline photographer silhouette <laughs> on the front. Um, I think that would be a good one. Um, my second best is, of course, winning uh, my bet with Fritzy, my Clemson Tigers taking down Syracuse and Wake Forest. Mm, yeah. I was at the Wake Forest game. <clears throat> I was at the Wake Forest game this weekend, and uh, I, it was a little touchy there for a little while. We still got a lot of work to do with that team, but uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to him getting the pie to the face. Mm. I know he's a 10-10 guy. I'm going to be double nickels on 10-11. So I don't know if uh, it's possible to get that pie to the face on Wednesday for my birthday, but I'd love to see a pumpkin pie to his face. And I've been taunting him all weekend on Twitter as well with uh, some pie to the face uh, videos. So, right. uh, well, thank you, Donnie. Uh, Todd, your birthday is coming up. It is. Yeah, ten ten. That is true. Who else's birthday is it? I think Brett Favre is the exact same birthday yeah. as me, 10, 10, yeah, 69. I think, yeah, I think so. I think. Same month, same yeah, day, same, same, same year. Months, yeah, yeah. How bizarre that that would be. Yeah. Uh, when do you want the pie to the face? Uh, it sounds like he wants me to get it on his birthday as a special treat. So that'd be Wednesday. I guess that would be Wednesday. Okay. Not the day after your birthday. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Because of that big Clemson five-point victory of a wake. (laughs) Really back on track for a national title. You didn't have to make the bet. I thought it would be good content for the show. I didn't really think Clemson was going (laughs) to lose to Wake Forest and Syracuse, but... I figured, you know what, let's have a little fun with it. Right. Well, thank you for your content. But Clemson's got a ways to go. Yeah, they do. Thank you. Death Valley, you're not scaring anybody these days. Yeah. Uh, Jace in Utah. Hi, Jace. Yeah, and your Broncos lost too. Syracuse lost. All of your football teams Terrible. lost, Todd. The Astros lost too. If yeah. You, if you consider me a pseudo Astro. No, you're not. Uh, hey, Jace. Sorry, I wanted to share my uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, the best was my best friend's wedding. He's the one who introduced me to the show, so huge shout-out to J.D. and his beautiful wife, Tyler. The worst of the weekend is his Cowboys couldn't even make the game interesting against my Niners. Uh, still, bang, bang, not again, suck it, Fritzy! A lot of meanness going on. Uh, yeah. Hello, gentlemen, and Fritzy. Pies in the face and suck it, Fritzy. I think it's they're just turning on directed me. at you. Yeah. I don't know if they're mad at anybody else. I think yet. they're just turning on me specifically. Yeah. Yes, Paul. That caller was right, though. That's what stunk about last night. You know, if you don't have a dog in a fight, that game was pretty much over and by halftime. Very yeah, low. but you would, okay. I stayed tuned. I wanted to see how bad it got. You stay for the drubbing. Yes. And I wanted to see, you know, Brock Purdy. I, I wanted to see the good and bad. I wanted to see how good the Niners are and how bad the Cowboys are. All in the same evening. And I got to see that, by the way. How about this one? Do you know what the um, Sunday night game is? You, you, they can't flex out of this one, I don't think. Um, so it, it's, uh, here, let me give you a couple of the games for next week. New England at Las Vegas. That all of a sudden got interesting for me. <laughs> Josh McDaniels against Bill Belichick. Detroit at Tampa Bay. I wouldn't normally think that would be a great game. 
but I'm interested. Okay, the Sunday night game. The New York Giants at the Buffalo Bills. Let's go. Who's with me? No. (laughs) No. No, buddy. Barry in Denver. Then we'll take a break. We'll talk to Brady Quinn. He'll join us coming up. Hi, Barry. Good good morning, fellas. Chat Rowe from Denver, where yesterday (laughs) I witnessed some of the worst football I have ever seen in my life. And you're a Jets fan, so you've seen a lot of it. Yeah, there's no bragging this morning, but uh, the uh, the uh, Broncos actually outjetsed the Jets, <laughs> and I was uh, the Bronco fan I was sitting next to. He would say, "All right, here's how we're going to lose the game." Then they do something stupid. Then I would say, "Okay, here's how the Jets are going <laughs> to lose the game." It was uh, it was a seed, man, but. Uh, what are you going to do? A win be a win. No yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'd be uh, proud of your Jets. Thank you, Barry. Barry, normally from Santa Fe, went to the game in Denver because he's a true fan. That's one of those, I don't know who wanted to win it or it felt like, no, no, you go, you win it. No, no, you, you, know, you win it. Or was it, no, you lose it. No, no, uh, I'll lose it. We'll lose it. It's humiliating. There's no way to sugarcoat it on both sides, but especially the orange. That's not professional football, that game. I mean, the Jets feel pretty good about that. The Broncos were at home. It's horrible. (laughs) It's an absolute train wreck, and it just seems to be getting progressively worse with Kansas City on their schedule two of the next three games. Will Russell Wilson be your starting quarterback next year? I know there's financial issues around it, but if Sean Payton has his way and the way this is going, he probably should not be the starting quarterback next year for the Broncos. Yeah. But I don't know how they get out of that. Yeah, Paul. That, that one seems almost impossible. I, I, Kyler Murray's more get-outable than, than Russell, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Jr., the third. Yeah. Like Dak Prescott's an easy one. You only have to do one more year and you're completely out. That's what they have? Dak, yeah. Dak is one more year? You could not. Let's say they wanted to move on. You can't cut him. But uh, Dak Prescott's got the full boat next year. Full pay, but, cap hit. But, but Jerry always keeps guys longer because he doesn't want to admit a mistake. Zeke, he kept longer. Uh, previous coach kept longer, right? And now, you know, Jason Garrett. And then uh, with Dak Prescott. He doesn't like to admit that he made a mistake. Like, I'm, I'm going to... Play the long game with this. That eventually, these guys are going to prove me right. And it, you know, it doesn't happen that way. All right, take a break. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. It's our streaming partner, our radio affiliates. Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. We're back after this. When was the last time you looked at your tires? I mean, really a close inspection. Worn out tires, a danger to you and other drivers. Take a longer look and uh, make sure that you're able to decide if you need new tires. Grab a quarter, stick it in the uh, thread and uh, or tread. And uh, if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. So that means head over to TireRack.com. Easy to use tire decision guide. Right tires for how and what and where you drive. Full lineup of Hankook tires. And they have uh, one of over 10,000 recommended installers. 
They, they will ship the tires fast and free. Also, mobile tire installation. Ask about that. Available in a lot of areas. That means they bring the tires to you at your home or office, install them on site, and that's the ultra, uh, ultimate convenience. TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Hankook test results special offers. TireRack.com, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Packers at the Raiders coming up tonight. Raiders favored by how many? Two and a half? Three? Yeah, Paulie. Raiders are given two points. Okay. All right. I was leaning towards two and a half there. By the way, odds to win the Heisman. Anybody want to take a guess this morning? Odds to win the Heisman, according to DraftKings. Todd? I still believe Caleb is in the lead over Shadour. All right. Caleb is uh, second. Marvin? Michael Penix Jr.? Bloop, bloop, nice. bloop. Yeah, Washington's Michael Penix Jr. the third. Then it's Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Dylan Gabriel, and then Jordan Travis. Kind of interesting there. Overrated that Penix kid. Thank you, Todd. Brady Quinn, former Notre Dame quarterback, Fox College football analyst, big noon kickoff, also does two pros and a cup of Joe. He's a busy man. And uh, Brady and the uh, crew in Columbus on Saturday, Maryland, Ohio State. At the horseshoe. Got interesting there in the first half, and then Ohio State blew uh, blew out the Terps. Brady joining us uh, via the phone. Uh, where do you want to start with college football this weekend? 
I mean, I guess we can start with a lot of the upsets. Um, it was one of those weekends where I think we had a number of matchups where it was kind of a, a prove it, you know, prove it your record. Maryland, for example, was 5-0 and taking on, obviously, an undefeated Ohio State team. And, you know, I think, as you pointed out, they put up a good fight for the first half, and then Ohio State really took control in the second half. And you could probably talk about a number of matchups, Oklahoma and Texas, same thing. I mean, I, I didn't see uh, Oklahoma really taking control of that game the way they did and Dylan Gabriel kind of coming away as the Heisman favorite based on what we saw so far this year. You know, Quinn Ewers and Texas have been much more tested, you know, given their big win over Bama, uh, had a really uh, huge win over Kansas, which was a top 25 team at the time. Oklahoma played a much softer schedule, but boy, uh, were they up for the moment. And, and you mentioned Dylan Gabriel's Heisman favorite. He's got to be right up there next to the Caleb Williams of the world and, and the mm-hmm. Michael Penix right now with the way he's played so far. Um. You know, Caleb Williams is going to continue to put up big numbers, Brady, because he has to, because the defense is so bad. It's not like you can take him out of a game or change your game plan. They have to put their foot on the accelerator the rest of the season. Yeah, and that's that's been the case the past, you know, really two years. If you go back to last year, I mean, this defense hit the transfer portal hard. I want to say they had five or six uh, starters on their 2D that are that basically came via the transfer portal. Mm. And, you know, one, that, that's going to take some time for those guys to, to gel and adjust. But um, the, the tackling is the biggest thing that stands out, where that was a huge issue for them last year, even though they were, they were decimated at times with injuries and they were thin as it was. But now this year they're supposed to be better. They're supposed to be more talented. They played a soft schedule coming into this past week. And, you know, you figure they should be able to control more games, and they're just not able to. They have to win in a shootout every single week. And that's a lot of pressure, especially when you're talking about the Pac-12 that probably has the most parity of any conference in its final year as we know it. And, you know, eventually that's going to catch up to USC. It caught up to them last year. They couldn't get past, past Utah. And obviously this week they, they take on my Fighting Irish, which have issues of their own. But when you look at the schedule that USC has ahead, including Notre Dame, and having to go through you know a team, a team like Utah, who knows if Cam Rising's back or not, but Washington out there as well, and Oregon, I mean, it, it is a gauntlet, a brutal schedule that they've got to play. And, their defense has to find a quick turnaround or has to find some answers fast. I don't know if you remember this conversation we had in Dublin, Ireland. And uh, you said to me, Duke and Louisville, that, that, that concerns you about Notre Dame. And, and you wouldn't be surprised if they lost to one of those two. They barely squeaked by Duke. They ended up losing to Louisville. Also throw in the trap game with USC in the on-deck circle. So assess Notre Dame now. Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing we didn't know is, you know, how many of these games would be in prime time. You know, you knew Ohio State, you knew USC, and then you saw Duke and Louisville get flexed into it. And for people out there who are probably going to say, hey, this is making an excuse. It's not an excuse. I mean, I, I experienced it. You know, Notre Dame hasn't won back-to-back weeks on the road versus two top 25 opponents since I was there. So I understand the difficulty of the schedule and navigating it and how hard it can be when you're talking about week after week after week, being in tough, tough, tight games, physical games, and, and then have to do it in prime time, and then turning around, getting back late at night, and having to deal with everything else to get back up the next week. Um, I mean, to me, watching them, they, they just they look tired. They, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from what Jeff Rahm and his staff did and, and the players did, because by far and away, Louisville dominated that game. You know, I give them a ton of credit. Ron English, their defensive coordinator, uh, he's one of the better defensive minds, in my opinion, in college football. I don't know that he gets enough praise for the job he does week in and week out. 
but Louisville just really took it to them. And look, there's a lot of things that I think were going on up front for Notre Dame. The offensive line was rotating some of the guys up front. That's always going to be tough and a really loud, tough environment to be able to have those guys, you know, kind of figure some things out if they're if they're all kind of struggling and you're rotating some of those pieces. I think there were some questionable decisions too that were made throughout the course of the game. And, and the downfield passing that Notre Dame was so effective with early in the season clearly has, has gone to the wayside in the past few weeks. And when you can't create some of those big plays like Louisville did, especially with Jordan at running back and how explosive he was, uh, you're obviously going to have a hard time, you know, being able to show up in some of those big moments. So, you know, right now you can't feel sorry for yourself. You got to move on. You got a, a really good USC team coming in town, and uh, that, that's the tough thing. Is if, if you're this Notre Dame team right now, you've got to be resilient. You have to have a bunch of leaders, and in particular, Sam Harbin, who's the elder statesman in the locker room. He's got to rally these guys and make sure they understand. There's a lot of football left to be played. They can't feel sorry for themselves uh, just because of their performance this past Saturday. Talking to Brady Quinn, former Notre Dame quarterback, now working for Fox, their college football analyst. Explain to me what happened in the Miami-Georgia Tech game. How do you come up with that coaching decision? Well, I can give you an answer. Uh, it's not one that I necessarily uh, subscribe to, but you know, you've got a player who's on the cusp of running for 100 yards. And in the back of your mind when you're a play caller, you're sitting there saying to him, hey, let's give Cheney the ball. Let's get him over 100 yards today. You're not thinking about the negative consequences or, or losing that instance, right? Like that, that almost never happens. And so at 99 yards, he gets the football, he runs for four, he breaks, he gets over it. And of course he fumbles. So then you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, they don't have any timeouts and they haven't done much. I mean, is, is Haynes King really going to drive them down the field for a you know, touchdown to go win this thing? And of course, then that happens. So look, the, the justification for why you hand the football off and actually run a play, it, it's, it's never going to matter to people that's most likely the explanation behind it. Um, and I think that's the tough part is for Miami, for this team, like those are the sorts of decisions that when you really boil it down, more teams lose games than win games. And this was an example of that in, in Miami. Instead of putting themselves in a position where they can move on, get the win, it was a tough game, and have a shot yeah. at you know playing for the ACC and, and all that. I mean, they got to play UNC this week. It's a tough matchup. Um, you know, now they put themselves where there's no room for air the rest of the season. And that was just because of one lack of oversight from Mario Cristobal or, or lack of thinking about the downside risk that you're going to be facing. Yeah, it was the first thing I wondered when they were running is, is that running back close to 100 yards? And then, I, now he hasn't said that was the reason why they did it. Probably, you know, he's, he's trying to move on. Uh, you know, he said, oh, I, I told him to keep two hands on the ball. You don't have to keep two hands on the ball if you take a knee, coach. But um, it felt like the dog ate my homework there. Uh, I want to get your opinion on Brock Purdy, that how does this happen? You play at Iowa State, you're Mr. Irrelevant, and now you're an MVP candidate. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a number of things. I mean, it happens from his experience, his maturity, you know, kind of the moxie he carries himself with. I mean, he's played a lot of football. And so he, he, when he gets the opportunity, he's ready from kind of a, at least a college experience as far as knowing what he is, who he is, and being confident in his abilities. And then you put him into a position where he plays in a system that is as quarterback-friendly as anyone. And, and that's not saying, and I've heard this narrative a lot, oh, he's a system quarterback. I, I never really understand why people look at that as a negative. Like, I would love to have been called a system quarterback in the NFL. That means you've probably played in a great system, <laughs> won a lot of games, put up a lot of numbers, had a lot of success. Yeah. You know, Usually that comes with that system quarterback tag. 
but he is in a great system. Like Kyle Shanahan is one of the best, if not the best, offensive mind. You look at his coaching tree from Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan and how it's impacted the NFL and the offenses right now that are uh, that are successful. So he's with a great play caller. He's with surrounded by a ton of talent. I mean, so many different players that can do different things, whether it's you know Debo or George Kittle or Christian McCaffrey or um, you know Brendan Ayuk, who's really kind of blossomed all this. You check at fullback. I mean, they do a bunch of different things. And it puts so much stress on defenses. But the the thing that like I'm most impressed with for a guy who's got what like ten and zero in his first ten starts is how well he navigates the pocket and still keeps his eyes downfield and then find those second third windows for guys. And, and that's hard to do for veteran quarterbacks, let alone a guy who's played this few games. So look, he, he this justified. He should be in the MVP conversation because that alone has been elite this year as far as his ability to still continue to make throws under duress outside the pocket, but get him to the right guy in the right spot at the right time. Uh, It can't be understated the impact he's obviously had on this team. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Uh, What team are they playing for? Well, how about I start a franchise? I mean, it, it's tough to not look at the body of work of what Dak has been able to do. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like a flavor of the week guy. Well, I'd rather start with Brock Purdy. But you, know, you put Brock Purdy on a different team, like I don't know that we're talking about the same success. So if Brock so Purdy I, is I, on I, the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I don't know that you're seeing the same type of success they've had with the 49ers. Okay. Because, so, because... Look, I, I'm, I'm a Dak fan. I'm someone who's continually tried to you know praise him for the job that he's done in handling all of that i mean they've, they've obviously had issues on the offensive line we saw that again resurfaced last night uh, there's a lot of a lot of tough things i think as far as you know being the quarterback of the dallas cowboys and a lot of things you have to deal with but i think dak has handled tremendously well so I, look i would still lean towards dak it's not a knock to brock it's just i think you put dak prescott on the 49ers he's probably having a lot of success too yeah, I've mentioned this quite a few times, and that is where you're drafted, who's drafting you, what kind of talent. Mac Jones, to me, if Mac Jones was on the Niners, we would probably be praising Mac Jones. Fair enough to say? Yeah, I mean, I, look, how many quarterbacks have, have started for Kyle Shanahan and not excelled? I mean, I think Trey Lance is the only one that had struggled, and granted, what, he get four starts in his career there, which is probably unfair to view him off a small sample size. But most quarterbacks who've been able to play for Kyle Shanahan have had success. It's one of the reasons why I call him one of, if not the best offensive mind in the NFL, because he maximizes the ability and the talents of every single quarterback that plays in a system. Are you guys on the road this weekend? We are. We're in a uh, well, very familiar place to me, uh, somewhat familiar to some other folks uh, on our big noon crew. We'll be in South Bend, Indiana. Nice, nice. What what kind of welcome do you get when you walk in? Um, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, uh, what if this was at USC? Um, you know the the four letter words and everything else, and you know I would just ask them if their parents paid for them to get into school or did some <laughs> elaborate cheating scheme to get them there, that sort of thing. Man. I mean, how much, how much does the degree cost there is really what I usually end up saying. So, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. little degree smack talk there, a little entrance. There's, there's, there's no love lost. There's no love lost, you know, between, uh, between Notre Dame and USC. So, You earned your scholarship at Notre Dame. 
I, I mean, I, I'll put it this way. I, I went to all my classes. I did not excel at all my classes, but I worked hard. I got my degree uh, in, in finance, and my second major was political science, and I really valued that. I can't say the same for uh, for everyone else, you know, out there in the college football world of these other schools. Are you so. talking about Leinert in particular? I did not say. Okay. I did not say that. I, I mean, I do know this. I do know he took ballroom dancing, and I, I'm pretty sure it's not offered at Notre Dame. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive. Did he get an A in ballroom dancing is what I want to know. I mean, based on the dance moves that I've seen in our free time, <laughs> I would have to think yes. All right. That man can dance. Oh, he's uh, got very nimble feet. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that because how tall he is. Yeah, very nimble feet. He glides across the dance floor. Wow, a la kind of remember Wayne's World where Michael Myers kind of glides. I think there was her name Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Kind of glides to her. It's almost like that. Uh, safe travels there, and uh, good to talk to you again. Thank you, Brady. Thank you. Always good being on. That's uh, Brady Quinn. Some may refer to him as Beefo Brady. But it'll be the uh, big noon kickoff. It'll be Notre Dame and USC. Yes, Paul? Did you guys ever have one of those classes in college where it's like a mid-semester class or a class that was, you know, that was just you had to show up and it was a kind of an activity? No. Nothing like a no. ballroom dancing? or No. No. We had a music history class where they just played music and then we discussed like the, that's actually pretty cool, like the, the words and the lyrics and stuff like that. But everyone got an A. I think that there's uh, maybe NYU has a, a class on Taylor Swift. I think I think that's part of a curriculum at some universities. We didn't have anything like that, University of Dayton. Uh, I mean, at least the classes that I went sure. to. I didn't go to all of them. Yeah, Marv. We took a class uh, on Spike Lee movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, but that was an easy course. Because there's so much underlying messages with oh, Spike Lee movies. Yeah. Look, they a guy did about a three-page paper dissecting the word about the name Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. The paper was on Jesus Shuttlesworth. Like the movie he got game, yeah. he spent like a good three pages on what it meant. Okay. It was it was deep. And I was like, oh, I'll take Spike Lee. And they were like, oh, this isn't what you think it is. Yeah, I I didn't have any of those classes where you go, oh, take that easy A, or maybe I should have studied the syllabus a little bit more. Yes, I see. I don't have a, a very long college career to speak about, <laughs> um, but my only example in this is that my second semester of my freshman year, which could also just be known as my second semester, uh, <laughs> I allowed my roommate to talk me and he was just like dude take this history class with me because i was going to be a history major at the time mm-hmm. he was like take this history class with me it was like uh like this medieval history class he's like bro it's going to be all like dragons and magic and stuff it's going to be awesome and i was like yeah dude that sounds sick like let's go do that class and uh we get in there and the very first day i realized that it's all about like feudalism and like the <laughs> political and socioeconomic <laughs> dynamics of you know, modern life then. And I, that it was at that point that it dawned on me that dragons and magic weren't real, so how would they have a history class on it? And that was a terrible mistake. Uh, let's take, Anywho. Anywho, look at you now. You didn't need that. You don't need no education. Yeah, who needs No, that? we don't need no education. I listened to a lot of Pink Floyd at the time, believe it or not. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Best and worst after this. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Best and worst of the weekend. Paulie's been doing some research. There's, uh, we're talking about classes bah, that you could bah, take. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Classes you could take in college, or, you know, blow-offs or whatever you want to call them. Okay, what kind of what, what kind of uh, curriculum are we talking about? I, I found a college out here that has a, a series of activity c- classes. And you may you know, remember you could take bowling in college. You know, some class you could take bowling as a. Ca- I a couldn't. Class. Oh really? No, we took we could take bowling. Yeah, I mean, I went to you know University an of Dayton, an institution. Yeah, it's the Harvard of the Midwest. There's a college out there where you could. The activity courses they have, and some of them are, um, you can take aquatics, archery, badminton, um, canoeing, and here's my favorite, uh, what flag football. You could take that as a class with your friends. Hmm. Which is nice. Uh, pickleball now made the roster oh, this year, Oh, here we go. But um, you could take a walking class to learn how to more, walk more efficiently and uh, increase your <laughs> health and lifestyle. I... Uh... My wife was asked by one of her friends if we wanted to double date with the uh, woman and her husband and play pickleball. Recently, you were asked this? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, uh, no. 
No. She goes, oh, come on. It'll be fun. I go, no, hon. Remember last time? She goes, yeah, but these are our friends. I go, no, I can't turn it off. Like if there are no friends in pickleball, there are not. Yeah, that's if rule I, one, rule if, number one. Yes, if I have, I mean, it's Fight Club for me. That might be a new ah. T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she wanted, so she was a little disappointed in me that I didn't want to go and I said, "Hon, I, I, I can't rail on pick pickleball on my show and then be out there playing pickleball." Yes, Todd. Are these people you have comfortable conversation with where if it was a choice between pickleball where you don't really have to talk to them versus a long dinner and you got to make up fake conversation for two oh, hours? Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're very enjoyable. They're, they're very smart people, a lot of interest. You know, they, they, you know, that's not a problem. But pickleball is a problem. Just not. I, I don't want to go out there. I said, can we do beer pickleball? And she goes, what do you mean? Like beer pong. Can we do something like that? And she goes, uh, I don't think so. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of joking there. But, yeah, we, we decided that we weren't going to do a pickleball double date. Can't do it. Somebody's going to get hurt. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend, Louisville running back Jawar Jordan helps carry Louisville over Notre Dame Saturday night, ending their playoff hopes, basically. 143 yards, two TDs, two 45 yards scamper involved with that. Worst. Patriots shut out by the Saints in front of the Foxborough faithful, 34-0. They've lost 72-3 over the last two games, if you include the Dallas game. All right, Seton O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best of the weekend. Congratulations, New York Jets. You guys won your Super Bowl this year. That's very exciting. Very exciting for you guys. Yeah. Uh, my even more most bester, though, <laughs> is uh, it's not getting nearly enough love, but the Jared Goff revival is real. It is absolutely real. He's slowly inching his way closer and closer into the MVP conversation for sure. Mm. Dude absolutely crushed the Carolina Panthers this weekend. Threw for three, ran for one. Uh, he's on pace right now, which I know you love, for 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and 104.4 passer rating. Dude is balling. Yeah, he played well. I love it. It was Carolina. Oh, hey, you can only uh, beat it, who's in front of you. That's true, but it was Carolina. And, and if you're a Panther fan... You may not uh, openly think this, but you have to privately be thinking this. Did we get the wrong quarterback? Can we keep him healthy? It might not be him, but you're looking at C.J. Stroud. Now, I watched both of those quarterbacks, and if you said uh, to somebody, who's the better quarterback? Who seems like they're more in control? Who's better in the pocket? Who? I mean, it's C.J. Stroud. And and Bryce Young uh, did have, what, three touchdowns, I think. But he had a couple interceptions. Best game, though, and I know it's early. But you're, you're going to fight the urge to ask that question. Um, Mary, uh, Marvin. Mario. <laughs> what an insult. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Quite all right. Yeah. I got two best because we all know what the worst is. Uh, first best, Jamar Chase. 15 receptions. 192 He's yards. always open. Always bleeping open. Uh, 192 yards, three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. uh, second best, Brock Bowers, my favorite. Now he's great. Uh, seven receptions, 132 yards. He should be a Heisman candidate. For sure. I mean, he really should. He is That is a talented player right there. Paulie, best and worst. All best. I'm going to give Georgia Tech quarterback Haynes King best of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, touchdown run, touchdown pass. It wasn't a pretty game, but they got it done. More importantly, those Georgia Tech uniforms are oh, all, man. all time. Awesome. 
it almost had that remember the Titans, that glistening on the numbers. It was gorgeous. Yeah. The other best of the weekend, I'm remember this guy, DJ Uyunglele, the yeah, quarterback yeah, yeah. for Oregon, Oregon State. State. 19 for 25, 275, and five touchdowns. Oregon State is five and one. That guy's career went sideways, and you kind of thought he was going to be a superstar. Remember, they were top 10 draft pick as a yeah. freshman. Yeah. And he's balling out for Oregon State. And his dad's a big fan of the show, so we give a shout out to his dad. Congrats to uh, Oregon State. Daddy Uyunglele. <laughs> Uh, final hour, Bill Cowher is going to join us. I feel like it's been a while. It has been. It has been. All right, Bill. I said, Fritzy, is Coach promoting anything? He goes, no. No. He just wanted to come on the show. Phillies at the Braves, Diamondbacks at the Dodgers, and Packers at the Raiders. That'll be your afternoon-evening schedule in sports. We'll take a break. Final hour on the way. Update the poll results. More phone calls, and Coach Cowher will stop by. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 